Today's devotion comes from John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. This is uh, known as the wedding at Cana. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. On the third day, it begins. On the third day, it seems as if John is trying to mark the days. Earlier, we heard on the next day, and on the next day, and on the next day, and now it is on the third day. According to scholars, this would either be the sixth day or more likely the seventh day. Jesus's mother is first mentioned, and because Jesus and his disciples are there, it is probably the wedding of a family member or a close family friend. It is even quite possible that Jesus's mother had some responsibility for the wedding, which would make her ask Jesus for help, as a mother might ask a son. Jesus's reply to her, woman, is not met in a dis disrespectful manner. But he is acknowledging a change in their relationship. This begins his public ministry, and so as the Messiah, his relationship changes with his mother and with everyone. The Messiah will not and cannot respond to the manipulation of any human, even his mother. Yet he does respond not to please his mother, but to mark the beginning of his role as the Messiah, performing his first sign, his first miracle. When he tells his mother, my hour has not yet come, what does he mean by that? What does he mean by my hour? I want you to remember this phrase, this word, and reflect upon it as we work our way through John's gospel, because it will become an important word an important phrase um, throughout this gospel. My hour has not yet come. This marks the beginning of Jesus's public ministry, and there are a couple of themes that I believe this sign, this miracle, helps to illuminate. The disciples and John the Baptist have been quite clear about who Jesus is in chapter 1. We have heard Jesus referred to as the Lamb of God, the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit, Rabbi, Messiah, 
the Son of God, and the King of Israel. But now, with the outpouring of wine, we see the coming of the Messiah. The rabbinical teaching of the Messiah spoke of the restoration of the kingdom of the house of David. That is where the Messiah would come from. And this Messiah will rule over all the kingdoms and bring to an end the greatness of armies. This is um, a rabbinical teaching that I learned from, uh, from Dr. Craig Kester. And what he was saying is that um, this teaching uh, marks the time of, of the Messianic age so that um, as we come to the uh, end of the greatness of armies, what we're talking about is the coming of the Prince of Peace and that this Messiah will rule um, through this um, person, Jesus, the Son of God, and will rule um, in a way that most perhaps did not expect but certainly had an expectation of his coming reign, of his coming rule. Because Cana was in Galilee, it was a Roman client state. It means that they were connected financially and for security purposes with the Roman Empire. So there was also a great Greek and Roman influence in the region. Whereas they would not understand this messianic significance, the Greeks and the Romans, they would have noticed the outpouring of fine wine. This is another theme that Jesus seems to be illuminating. In the Roman Greco world, the god Dionysus was known to be associated with wine. And they celebrated this god um, with a festival called Theodosia, which was translated to be a gift of God, referring to wine. And it was a festival where they celebrated um, where a spring of water would begin to flow into wine so that the, the spring of water coming up out of the ground on this festival, they celebrated the, the time when it turned into wine. And a part of this festival was that they would place three empty jars in a sealed room. And on the next morning, these jars would be filled with new wine. So this miracle, this sign that Jesus performs in Cana, in Galilee, this, this connection to the Greco-Roman world would have been noticed as well, not just by the Jews, but by the Gentiles. And so the first sign was intended to catch the attention of both Jews and Gentiles, because God is doing something new, something quite amazing in his son. And Jesus has performed this first sign to reveal his glory. And we're told his disciples believed him. Well, let's see who else will. I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.